horses in the morning. <laughs> Pretty. You are listening to the number one horse podcast <laughs> in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. doesn't sound like my husband. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but my I play all these songs through iTunes, and for some reason it's sped up. But most people <laughs> listen this way. All these people listen at a time and a half. I can't do that with a podcast. They have, have no idea what was just said. Those <laughs> yeah. horses were flying across the speaker. Everybody's now checking their settings. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Wednesday, February 14th, <laughs> <laughs> episode 3365. Oh, Let's see happy Valentine's it. Day, Horse World. Can't believe you made me say that. I know, I know. It's your favorite holiday. I'm going to see how this one plays. You think it's going to okay, play let, fast? It's going to go fast. Ready? Ah, Wednesday. The day <laughs> we cover Glenn's favorite topic. <laughs> Horse health. And Jamie makes you feel better about yourself with the latest weird news from around the world. Happy Wednesday. How do you people listen that way? Why is it doing that? I don't know. I can't figure it out, but it looks like we're gonna have a whole day of it actually, because I don't I don't know what to do. So Oh my gosh, I wonder if the weird news sound effects are oh, gonna play sped up. Oh, it probably awesome. will. It appears everything is. So you have that to look forward to, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We have Dr. Christie joining us. She's back to talk about common emergency calls and how to prevent them. Love it. Alex is giving us an update on the mynewhorse.com project. And we have some mighty weird news. And then in the post show, <laughs> Jamie has something special planned for the post show. I have a uh, I have a new outlook on life, Glenn. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure it's positive, but... Uh, I'm going to share with you my new <laughs> outlook on life. Speaking of outlooks on life, I found an article that said 37 best Valentine's Day date ideas. And I read it and went, oh, no horse people doing any of those. Really? <laughs> this, is not, this is not a horse person thing. This was in like Vogue or Vanity Fair or one of those. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So you want to hear some of them and, and we'll, we'll see if we're ever going to do these. It doesn't even have to be Valentine's Day. How about a date night cooking class? Yeah. That ain't happening for 99% of the horse women or men out there. Well, I cook in our house, but there's no way my husband would want to participate in anything like that. No, I don't think that's he happening. He cleans. <laughs> He's, I'll take a cooking class and he'll take a cleaning class because that's how this whole relationship works. He may take a cooking class if it involved an air, it was on an airplane, you know, or something, but that's the only way. How about a paint and sip event? Did you ever do one of those? I have done it, but not with him. I've done it with girlfriends. Uh, I can't see myself doing that either. I have no. I still have a giant elephant painting in my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Did it look like you were sipping at the time? It definitely looked like. (laughs) I call it my Picasso of elephants. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A luxurious couples massage. Now, I do know there were some of the uh, some of our group on the cruise who did that on the cruise. Couples massages. Again, husband's not going to do a massage. I will though. No, I will too. Jennifer doesn't like people touching her, the strange people. There's that happening. <laughs> oh my God, you could do it with your work wife. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll go together. That uh, or uh, <laughs> what I would do is I would get my massage and then I would take his next. <laughs> <laughs> the next one uh, I tried 40 years ago and still have bruises. Uh, ice skating. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm not good at that. Or roller skating. Just I'm too old for failed that. Failed it miserably <laughs> at both. Um, 
Getting coffee together. Isn't that what you do every day? I don't I don't understand. I guess that's going to a coffee shop and like hanging out. That's My husband made coffee this morning. I know. That it's, count? A, it's a city thing, I think, the whole coffee and spending an hour. Who has time for that if you're a horse person? You're getting your coffee in the drive-thru. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plan a staycation. We do that. That is one we all do all the time. We stay at home and with our horses. So, yes. yeah. Cause yeah, because we can't go anywhere because we have to feed things. <laughs> yeah, so that one, we got one out of the list. Uh, enjoy a fondue dinner. I think a lot of the fondue places have gone away. That That's a trend Gosh. that has started I, to go away. The melting I, pot and all of that. I couldn't even, th- I don't even think there's one in Oklahoma. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody will tell me. I can see why there's none in Oklahoma. Um, I don't know that Oklahomans would get that. No. No. Uh, tackle a home improvement project was legitimately on the list. It's like, that's what we do every other day. <laughs> it's I was Valentine's say, day. This is the one day we should stop doing that. My yeah. husband's like, I've got to go paint the fence. I've got to <laughs> build the rest of that fence line. I've got to get the automatic waterers fixed. Yeah, home and we got that check. Well, they, they had a picture, I'm not kidding, on this article, on this particular one, of a man painting the wall with his wife wrapped around him from the back, giving him a hug. And I'm going, yeah, that's not how that goes. <laughs> that's <laughs> how that's about, not how it goes in real life either. Of course or not. Two more. How about ballet or opera? No, no, one, no way in hell I'm going to ballet or opera. Not happening. No, no, that husband's not doing that. I would go to the opera. I don't think I would do ballet, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm not doing either. And then uh, the classic that you see in all the movies that's so romantic and everybody makes love immediately after is pottery <gasps> yes. class. Oh, really? Pottery yeah. class? I was yeah. going to say walk on the beach. No, but... they're all like doing pottery together and they reach around and they're all doing it together and make love instantly after, even though we know that it the pottery turns out terrible and everybody's just mad at the end. Well, and that makes the class a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, go in the other room. (laughs) Later on in the show, we're going to talk about the 12 things your equestrian valentine really wants. Do you want me to go through it? No, let's do that a little later in the show. (laughs) We got to get to Daily Winnies, which probably will sound funny too. Let's find out. Let's try the happy birthday. Happy birthday. Literally now, if you're playing this at sped up, you don't understand anything that's happening in the show. <laughs> I, I is this the new normal for us? <laughs> Maybe it should be. Uh, happy birthday to some terrific auditors, and two of these are fellow cruisers from a week ago. Lisa Dow. Uh, she was on the cruise. Uh, happy birthday to you. Corinne, we talked about on Monday. Corinne Donahue, it's her birthday as well. And Olivia Mendenhall, happy birthday to all of you. We're glad you're part of our auditor family. Let's hear this, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so high-pitched, it didn't even get out. It squeaked. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to update you guys. I'm so excited. Taco Tuesday went on a trail ride, and he's been going around the arena, and I'm just so proud um, and pleased with how he's doing. Now, yesterday, I went to get on him, and I go to brush him, and he flinched out of the way. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, did I 
move too fast. You know, you have to move real slow around him because he's been punched around a bit. Uh, so I guess I move too fast. It's like, that's weird. So I get him tacked up and I get out to the arena. I climb up on the mounting block, which is hilarious because I just, I don't even have to put my foot in the stirrup. I just, I'm on the mounting block and just put my leg over. Right. But I still have to put my hand on his neck. And so I go, I put my hand on his mane and he just like ducks his head out of the way, but doesn't move his feet. And I was like, what is going on? And it occurred to me that the day before that, I saw Miles, my dear, sweet, angelic and delusion with Taco Tuesday in his mouth. Like, hey, but, you know, they were like, I thought they were playing where they do like bitey face, you know, and but he had him by the top of the neck and like shook him. And, and I looked after that and he left him alone after that. And they walked around, Taco went into the pond, like whatever they do, they were just doing. But he had this huge swelling on the top of his neck, poor baby. So Children um, are playing rough. Yeah, so tomorrow, you know, if it's not cleared up, veterinary will be here at 930. So, you know, just like to spend money on things. <laughs> God, they were playing rough. Well, I just, I looked, because uh, I heard squealing in a, from inside my house. And I was like, that's weird. And Miles just had him, like, from the, like, top of the neck, and like, but then Taco bit him back and they were just kind of playing. I I don't know whether Miles was being a big jerk or they were just playing and he played a little too rough. I don't know. I'm like, he's little. Somebody's going to get hurt if you keep doing that. I know. You keep your hands to yourself. I'll separate you don't two. Don't cross the line. We used to have the line in the van. We had four kids and we had a van and we used to fight over who crossed the line. And, you know. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh. The, yeah. The, I can't imagine what my parents went through with the four of us in the back of the van. Uh, speaking of uh, being rough, uh, I, we have to address the Cesar Perez situation. Several people, have, several listeners have asked us why we have not talked about it. And, you know, if you've listened to this show for any period of time, I think you know how we feel about this situation. It's not, it won't be a surprise to you. So uh, we're, we try to keep this show more about you and your horse and, you know, our relationships with our horses. And we, you know, we don't cover, we cover some news, but not a lot of news. You know, we mostly cover the funny news. You okay, know here's, here's what they want to hear. Here's what they yeah. want to hear. Yes, Cesar Para should be hit by a bus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's <laughs> what we think. You know, you know that Jamie, I mean, for God's sake, she's a Monty Roberts instructor. <laughs> I mean, there's no surprise how we feel about this. So, yeah. So there we addressed it. Um, you all know how we feel. It's not what this show is about. You can find plenty of other sources. The Chronicle of the Horse, for instance, who will cover this in depth uh, for you endlessly every day. Uh, yes, he should be hit by a bus. There you go. Enough said. Yep. There we are. All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Live EQ. One of our auditors asked the other day, what was that app that was talking about equestrian jobs? Well, that app was Live EQ, a free app for equestrians. It's breaking. Yep. It's supposed to be Eck, Glenn. Yeah. Like well, I told her that I'm saying Live EQ because when I say Live Eck, nobody will know how to spell it. Okay, well, that works too. So <laughs> it's actually pronounced live eck, but Glenn likes I to refuse. pronounce everything I even everything told the lady wrong. when she was on, I said, you should say live EQ. Otherwise, people are going to spell it E-K, E-K or E-C. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, E-C-H. that's the marketer in me coming out. Uh, so it's a free app for equestrians, breaking down barriers and making the sport more accessible for everyone. The app connects riders with local opportunities such as riding lessons, horse leasing, and equestrian jobs. This app is the one that Jamie and I have been talking about 
about for 14 years on this show that is needed. And they're the first ones to come close to really making this happen. And they're getting more and more listings all the time. It really is getting built out. Give it a try. It's free, people. So just download it and try it. You're going to find, uh, maybe you'll find a farrier on there or somebody else that you need in your local area. And I know vets are getting harder to find and more and more are, are going away. So so uh, when Farm Boy's gone for the summer, I could find another person to come you help me? You could put an ad on there for Farm Boys and see what oh shows my. up. <laughs> oh, that takes a whole different turn. I'm downloading that right now. And so are the rest of you. You know you are. LiveEQ.com. <laughs> you heard it here first. Farm Boy's online. <laughs> Well, we Alex is back with us. She is from MyNewHorse.com. We had Alex on before talking about this new initiative that Equine Network and a bunch of others are putting on. And Alex, I got to tell you, I was on there this morning and the website's getting built out. This really is a resource for new horse owners that that uh, is very comprehensive now. Well, that is the goal, Glenn. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've done your job well then. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So no, it's been a lot of fun. We are constantly, constantly putting new content up there. And I think, you know, I've seen a lot of new videos and things. So tell us, since we talked last time, what's new and, and what you've learned? Well, we're continuing to put up lots of new articles. And um, we have, starting in November, launched our biweekly e-newsletter. Um, so I encourage anyone that just wants to keep up with the latest information to sign up for that on the homepage. And... Um, we are also going to start launching free webinars uh, that people can go to the website and view and learn things on topics ranging from planning your horse's diet to how to make grooming easier, and um, that'll be rolling out in March. Now, obviously, this website's designed for new horse people, but with the content you have on there, it really is for anybody. Oh, Yeah. For sure, all my a lot of my horse owning friends that have been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years use the website. You know, we've all had the situation in the past. I know Jamie has, and we have especially too. Uh, had the situation with new horse people, and they're always wondering about this or that, especially if they keep the horses at home and don't have anybody to guide them. So, if you know somebody like that, and you're listening right now, send them to mynewhorse.com. You know, save you answering all the questions that they're going to be asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the website was designed. Uh, now, what have you learned personally doing this? Have you picked up anything that you didn't know before? Well, yeah, that's been one of the incredible things, the discoveries that I've made researching and uh, editing content for this website is all the new info that I've come across. Even as a lifelong horse owner, I'm, I'm learning new things every day. I think that just goes to show that we never stop learning as horse people. There, no matter how long you've been doing that. Was there an aha moment or two? Um, there have been several. Uh, <laughs> I can I can list a couple things that I've learned that I didn't yeah. know before. Um, we were looking at natural treats that you could feed your horse in addition to apples and carrots. And I realized that things you should not feed your horse include uh, things in the nightshade family like tomatoes and potatoes and peppers. However, sweet potatoes are okay, and some horses really like them. Actually, they're they're supposed to be very pretty good for horses. They have a lot of yeah. vitamins that the horses need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, don't feed pitted fruits like peaches and plums and nectarines. Um, some of them, some parts of those fruits can be poisonous to horses. I did not know that. Okay, what else? 
Um, let's see. I was writing an article about how to apply fly spray properly, and I didn't realize that some manufacturers of fly sprays tell you to brush the hair against the direction of growth as you spray um, to get maximum contact. I tried doing this. It's super awkward. Yeah, wouldn't it get all over <laughs> us? <laughs> I was going to say that that's impossible. The hair just flops right back down. And, and you're then you're getting it all over your arm. <laughs> and try try brushing against the grain with your non-dominant hand while sp- spraying with your dominant hand. It just, it's it's very awkward, but I guess it works. I want to be as far away from the spray as possible myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get a mouthful of it or something. Yeah. Okay, I'm rejecting that one. Don't do that one, people. <laughs> I've never even, I mean, all the years of horses, I didn't even, I've never tried that. I wonder that. if you could spray it on and then do that and it would get underneath. Maybe, Maybe just get I, don't your brush. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Spray yeah, the fly is not going to touch you your grooming tools. Or we should develop a brush that has the spray in it and it comes out as you're brushing. <gasps> God, trademark that right God, now. I'm writing that down. Nobody steal that. <laughs> <laughs> too late <laughs> we're here inventing things today <laughs> right and i do know that also like us uh I, and I, i'm confirming this now because i got final confirmation that we're going to be doing shows from equine affair again like we did last year hopefully i won't be sick and i can actually uh spend some time at equine affair um but we're, you're going to be there as well with us yes we're going to be there april 11th through 14th with a photo booths and giveaways and raffles. So it'll be a lot of fun. Listeners, I know we did a meetup last year at Equine Affair, and we're going to try and do that again. We maybe had uh, 15, 20 people there. So uh, we'll put that together and we'll let you know for all our all of our Ohio fans. Uh, we'll definitely get together one of the nights at Equine Affair for sure. Well, Alex, uh, good work on this. Uh, way to get the job done. It's mynewhorse.com. If you know anybody that's uh, new into horses, they need to follow this website. It, it's easy enough for them to understand, but also it's smart enough that if you've been doing horses for a while, you're going to learn something too, just like Alex did. Just like don't, <laughs> it's really difficult to brush your horse backwards and fly spray it. Like who would do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Glenn. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, there you go. We learned something new on this show every single day. <laughs> and you invented something. I did. So it's a better it's get a that working. idea, actually. I gotta... Well, Stateline Tech is our, one of our sponsors today. And I got to tell you, they have a section right now appropriate for Valentine's Day. You can find warm, dry, and stylish outerwear. There's a whole, let me see how many pages there are. Oh my gosh, there's a lot. There's four entire pages of stylish outerwear. And uh, you know what? I, I see these and I don't, I, I don't always see a lot of this at the barns. I'm, um, hanging out, people wearing this stylish outerwear. Where you see this mostly is when they're going to horse shows because th- there's some really nice stuff in here that I'd be afraid to get it dirty. Oh my God, there's the cutest little plaid vest and they have one that matches your dog. Okay, honey, I want this. <laughs> How about the Charlotte Desjardins uh, Arette vest, the pink one? I really want to see you in that. I do. I am in love. With, <laughs> as long as there's a matching one for Homer, I'm good. <laughs> Okay, that would be funny. It's bright pink. pink. I mean, bright pink. Uh, they oh, have- it's an Equa Safety one. Okay, that's cool. 
So, of course, carrots. They have a lot of carrots in here because carrots does make some stylish stuff. But they also have Ariat, uh, and you know some of the some of these are on sale right now. And I'm sure it's we're coming up to the end of the season for getting your winter stuff. And the Northeast just had a huge snowstorm, so you're okay. All cold my new up mission, there. my new mission in life is to have a matching outfit with Homer. Okay. Hey, here's I'm a in. Shires <laughs> a Shires Lady Hackney rain jacket. It's a Hackney jacket. I, <laughs> I don't think that's what it's you think. I don't scooter. think that means what you think that means. <laughs> <laughs> it won't fit scooter, probably. It's peach colored, too. Uh, you know, it used to be in the old days when Jamie and I were first starting up in the horse world, uh, everything was boring colors. And now, the, thanks to carrots, it's certainly gotten livened up in the fashion wear. Yeah, Ariat's picked up on that, too. Ariat yeah. does some pretty cool colored stuff. Shires, who was only ever known for blankets, has a lot of winter wear now, too. Look at us online shopping while we're doing the podcast. Okay. All right. StatelineTech.com. This horse health report is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine, non-GMO core nutrition for horses and ponies of all ages. I would like to welcome Dr. Christy Grant back to the show to talk about, I mean, what we all deal with, emergencies. Hi, Dr. Grant. Hey, how are you? Great, great. Now, I like to get started by knowing where in the world you are. So tell everybody where in, in the country you are. So I'm at Colleen and Coons Equine Hospital, which is in northeastern Indiana, just west of Fort Wayne. Oh, good Lord. It's cold there. That is, it is just, <laughs> that is brutal. I mean, I think Fort Wayne, I had a, I had a college roommate from there and like, she just couldn't believe like the rest of the world wasn't like Fort Wayne and weather. <laughs> Yeah, the wind. The wind is what gets you. Yes, y'all are some tough women up there. That's awesome. All right, Dr. Grand, we're going to talk a little bit about emergencies today. And um, I guess my first question is like, what are some of the, you know, I'm going to use today's segment to feel normal and like normalize my behavior with <laughs> emergencies. So what are some Good of the most. Good luck with that, Dr. Grand. Yeah, <laughs> what are some of the most common emergency calls you guys get? So I would say number one is definitely colic, uh, a variety. So just the little bit of a bellyache all the way to your twists and surgical situations. Um, and honestly, probably lacerations would be the next. Horses do a pretty good job of finding ways to hurt themselves. So that's probably, I would say those are the top two. But then there's a whole bunch of others mixed in. This time of year, we see a fair number of foals, sick foals. Mm. Um fevers, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm making note. I've had two lacerations and one colic this year. So, or in the last couple oh, of months. Wow. So. And it's only, it's only February. <laughs> I know. Well, I one in December, one in December. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's an count. overachiever, Christy. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that one doesn't count. And the lacerations, what's so frustrating, and maybe you can shed light on this. The horses never tell you what they cut themselves on. They just no. never say. No. And it's always the, the owner's question always is, I can't find where they cut themselves. And honestly, you never do. And you would think for what the laceration looks like, that there would be a puddle of blood or skin on the fence or whatever. But we never figure it out for the most part. Yeah. You have to be like an FBI forensic analyst yeah. to be able to you know, yeah, figure exactly. it out. Yep. So lacerations, colics, foals. Um, now, 
uh, we just talked about this a little bit, but what are some of the, for lacerations, it seems like you can't prevent it. It's just, that's just the journey that they're on is to kill themselves. But what are some preventable measures people can take to try to keep these away? So honestly, the biggest thing, I don't know that there's really a good way to keep anything away. Like you said, horses are really good at finding ways to hurt themselves. We always say homicide or suicide. Those are the only things that they think (laughs) of. Um, But the big thing is to make sure you're looking at your horses every day, picking their feet every day, um, trying to stay as consistent as possible with feeding routines. Um, You know, they don't have to be exactly at five o'clock every single day, but um, kind of the same general routines know what's normal for your horse um so if your horse usually runs in from the field and today he's just kind of poking in that might be you know an indicator to look at so i I don't know i don't know that there truly is a way to keep emergencies away the better option is to be prepared for an emergency and catch them early those are the two things i'd say Gotcha. Watch your horses, take a look at them, notice anything different. And then as far as when an emergency does arise, before we call the veterinarian, like, you know, so many people are like, I gave him banamine, but then that's kind of masking symptoms for you when you do get called out. Like, what are some of the things that we can have on hand to, what would you like us to do before you get there? So talk to your veterinarian first because sometimes they will have you give the anamine ahead of time. And there are situations in which, um, in which, uh, the anamine is helpful. So if it's a mild colic and we're trying to decide, you know, who do we go to first, if we've got multiple emergencies backed up, um, we might ask you to give the anamine. So that is definitely a good one to have on hand, um, and make sure you know how much to administer and how to administer it as well. And then I would say basic first aid stuff. So um, gauze, leg wraps, um, some vet wrap, anything that you can use to cover a wound, stop bleeding, um, and anything of that nature. And then we all get up in, you know, what do we clean wounds with? But saline, just sterile saline is the best. So what I'll tell people to throw in their emergency kit is a bottle of contact lens solution um, because it has that nice pointy tip on it. And so throwing that in there will help you kind of clean a wound before before you cover it while we're waiting for the vet um, is a really good thing. So and then I've never heard that. That's a brilliant thing to have in there because it does have the little like tip that you can just squirt it right in. Genius. Yeah. And then a thermometer is also absolutely for sure in your Mm -hmm. um, emergency Mm -hmm. kit. So we'll want to know that too. If you, even before you call the vet, knowing if they have a fever or not is helpful. Some people have stethoscopes. Um, You know, if you know how to use one, you're not going to hurt a horse if you don't, (laughs) don't know how to use one. But if you don't, um, you know, know how to find a heart rate, listen to gut sounds, that kind of thing. Um, Because all that information is helpful on the phone with us when we're, again, trying to decide um, usually what order to see our emergencies in, um, triage just like an ER at the human hospital. Um, So having all of that information is definitely helpful. Yeah, um, I think so. So 
this last time I was out of town, of course, one of my horses decided to colic at that time. And, you know, as much as I have been around horses and my whole life, I, I had to, I mean, of course it was like a Sunday night and the horses, you know, need, we need to give the horse banamine and I'm, I'm out of town and I can give an IV shot, but obviously you don't give banamine intramuscular. So uh, I was trying to tell the farms that are like, okay, what do I do? And I was like, I've got a tube of the oral paste banamine. And so she goes and gets it out and it's empty. So (laughs) I I was in a a pickle. Uh, I didn't know what to do. And I, I learned at that moment, maybe this is like, I'm an idiot for not knowing this, but you can actually draw up the banamine out of the, the, the bottle and give that orally as well. Yep. Yeah, you absolutely can. And that's usually what I recommend to people um, because you don't, even though the label says you can, you don't want to give it in the muscle. They just, we, uh, I think it's every veterinarian's vendetta against the drug companies to relabel that, but they're never going to. So, <laughs> so I don't understand yeah, in the why. vein or in the muscle. Or in the yeah. vein, sorry, in the vein or in the mouth, not in the muscle. In the vein or the mouth, gotcha. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. know you could, it would have the same effect and it worked great. Yep. So yep, I was happy. Um, so as far as seasonal stuff, like we're in February and and what are some of the seasonal, I mean, probably colic from dehydration. What are some of the things you guys see seasonally right now? So right now we're seeing, we have had several huge weather changes. So it was like, 20 degrees and then it was 10 degrees and then it was 60 and now it's 30 again. So we're seeing a fair number of impaction colics where horses either are choosing not to drink water or their water buckets are frozen or something like that. So that's probably a big one. And then we are really starting to get into the thick of foaling. So we're seeing a a good number of um, sick foals or foals that just aren't doing as well as they should be Um, mare, you know, late term mares that are looking a little off, um, that kind of thing. Gotcha. All right. Well, where can people go to learn more about you and your clinic? Uh, you can go to our website at ckequinehospital.com. Uh, we actually have a really cool, uh, website coming up soon. So if you stick with it for maybe a month or so, someone's redoing it for us. So it should look a lot better than it does now, but, (laughs) but yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there for you. Well, definitely let us know when that happens and we'll send everybody to it. But Dr. Grant, thank you so much for coming on and giving us information that regular horse people can understand and and how we can help our horses in emergencies and help you guys do your job as well. So thanks, Dr. Grant. Have a great day and stay warm. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds has one, two, three, four different formulas that we're going to chat about very briefly today. First one on the list balances the needs of horses who need calories, but they also need a little bit of focus. What's that one called? Called mass, no staff. They also have a formula that's going to balance the needs of a horse that needs a lot of energy because he is a high-performance competitor. What's that one? That one is called Freestyle Performance or Tramex. Because yes, trail horses can be high-performance animals. And for senior horses or horses who have dental issues... That one's called senior. Tough to remember. And for those who want a top-quality, non-GMO feed, which is what all of Daily Dose Equine's feeds are, but they also have a really serious budget that they need need to stick to, what what do you have for them? We call that product Sweet and Safe. 
Okay, Glenn. Well, you gave us all a list of garbage things that horse chicks would never really want. But I found a list on horsenation.com and it's called 12 Valentine's Gift your equestrian actually wants. Now, let me preface this by saying I am not a fan of this day. I think I think high school ruined this day for me because there were so many people walking around with flowers and bears and all this, and I would just walk around. So don't feel <laughs> sorry for me. It's fine. <clears throat> I mean, we all grew. It worked who out we, in the end. You ended up with a hot out. fighter pilot. I know. It worked out <laughs> in the end, so don't feel too sorry for me. But that being said, it has taken years of training to make my husband understand that I don't <laughs> want anything. Don't bring me Valentine's Day pink flowers that I don't have to clean up after my off my floor in three days. Uh, just Valentine's Day is not a thing for me. So Does he um, do anything anymore? Has he just learned not to acknowledge the day? I mean... So he woke up and said, happy Valentine's Day. And I did get my kid. Like I got Lucas, like a stuffed basset hound looks like Homer. <laughs> so I got him a stuff, stuffy. So I let my kid enjoy it. But my husband, who has, I mean, every time he's like, are you sure that well, you don't want? We do get in trouble both ways. Let's be honest. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> let me just tell you straight up. Don't do anything. I'm I'm like, you know what? You can celebrate my birthday and Mother's Day because Mother's Day was the hardest thing I've ever done. So I should deserve a reward on that day. And then my birthday, I'm just stave off the depression of getting older. <laughs> and I'll talk to you guys all about that in the post show and how I've changed my well, outlook on life. For Jennifer, um, I got her card and I put a picture of our new house in it and I drew a little bow on it. Oh, see, you're like, I don't have any money. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any money. This That's is what right. we're doing. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, uh, apparently last night he was like, uh, I did kind of get something that I think you will want. So I couldn't even get him to not do anything. Like, A it's so hard. Well, that is the f- number one on the oh, list, Glenn, <laughs> for Horse Nation's list of things equestrians actually want, which is good quality three-string bales of alfalfa. <laughs> All weighing about 100 pounds each. And they want I you to unload say, them, too. <laughs> and I would like to add to that, you unloading them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, number two, pay our entry fees for a horse show. If you are into horse shows, oh, it'd be grand. nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, farrier bill. I haven't got my Venmo from my farrier from two days ago. So yeah, you can pay that one. There you go. I do love Valentine's Day, honey. Here's the bill. Yeah, you need to change your tune, Jamie. Yeah, pay our vet bill. Also got that. Oh in the no, mail nobody's today. agreeing to pay your vet bill. Not even your husband. Oh, <laughs> it's you make it sound like I'm some terrible horse person. I just have a lot of horses that try to kill themselves That's all right. the time. <laughs> <We> all know <laughs> you have large vet bills. Um, a new truck. Good God! If you're getting a new truck for Valentine, that's what's on this That's list. ninety grand. <laughs> yeah. Good God, that and a new trailer they have listed too. So are the you comp- kidding you know, me? Who wrote I that list? <laughs> Horse Nation did. Like, let's see. Was that was Deanna it? that did it? I'm looking right now because if it is, I'm going to send her a message. Yeah, Deanne wrote this. <laughs> Deanne's wishful thinking right there. <laughs> Hello, this is called delusional Valentine's Day gifts. Oh, an arena with good footing. Okay, wait, wait yeah. a minute. Let us know if you ever did get a truck or a trailer on your Valentine's Day gift. Let For us know. Valentine's know. Day. Yeah. You know what? Yesterday it rained so much here, my brown pen just becomes unusable <laughs> for like three days and I've got little trenches and everything. Um, and I just, I just want to cover over it. I mean, I don't <laughs> ask much. Um, number eight is precious metals and, um, they're saying precious metals and they've got pictures of bits hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Those are precious to us. Well, instead uh, of an indoor, you could do what Monty did and just get that round roof put over your round pen. Yeah, I I got quotes That'd on those. Be, oh yeah, about fifty grand. Oh, those round roofs yeah. are actually more expensive than a covered arena because of the engineering. Oh, there you go. It's and you live in a wind zone, so it's got to be engineered for high winds. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, it's insane. Like, I just wanted to, like, a pavilion roof over yeah, it. I was yeah. like, can I just get a pavilion roof? They're like, no, because you have to be rated for winds here, and it'll just lift I, it so up. So you can't just get and... a carport and have them plunk it on top? No. <laughs> Turns out you can't do that, Glenn. I can't get, like, a canvas tent over the top of it. Oh, I'm sure in Oklahoma there's people that have done that. I'm sure. I'm sure there has, not it did not last very long. Um, <laughs> number 10 here, it's funny we're talking about this, is mud control. Oh, Deanne, I'm going to write her a strongly worded letter because what does she use? And the, there's like a gif underneath it. And it's a Treyu trying to pull Artex out of the mud. Come on, my Artex, please. <laughs> please. God. Okay. And the next one, actually, this happened to me one year because it shipped in at the right time. Uh, semen. Horse semen. <laughs> <laughs> just going to clarify in a box. that. <laughs> in a box. And number 12. Guys are always happy to give that one. <laughs> you, you set it up. Oh, gross. Uh, and booze. That's it. We're going to, I can't oh, even. Booze was yeah. on the list. Yeah. Does, I can't. To, does she say what kind of booze? Or does it have to be expensive well, booze? Or could it be a of box wood, of wine? She's, she's got a picture of a bottle of Woodford Reserve up here. So, oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably a good medium. $100 that's pretty, model. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. But um, I'll just take number 12, which was horses. And uh, that's why I bought a pony. And we'll talk about that in the post show. <laughs> my new outlook on life. All right. There you go. Those are your things. Give me I, some weird news. I got to tell you, before we go on to weird news, uh, the, the auditor, you know who you are, who sent me the bottle of maple whiskey. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We 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 tried that uh, at the pizza party the night before we left, and that combined with the kinky pony that I had a lot of. Uh, let me tell you, it really worked. That was. Are uh, you damaged goods? <laughs> it really did taste sweet. Like you could drink it straight because it was smooth, but that's a problem too. It's like ninety proof. So yeah, yeah. I tried that. I'm like, this is delicious. Oh, it was fireball. Somebody, somebody was handing out shots at a fireball and I tasted it. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. I'll have another one. And he was like, you know what's so good about fireball? And I was like, what? And he goes, tastes the same way coming back up as it did going down. <laughs> this show's going downhill. Let's go to weird news. <laughs> Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race. In Jamie's Weird News. Why is everything so fast? It's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> I'll try and get that fixed on the next show here, people. Oh, please do. <laughs> but it's pretty funny today. Ooh, um, you know the post show, the post show bumper? That's going to sound really funny. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> um, so weird news is the time of week. We let you guys know what's going on that's weird in the world. And they, these things actually happened and you found them. So if you're ever reading the news and you're like, that story is super weird, email it to me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com with weird news in the subject line so I can categorize it properly. Now, this week we did have submissions and I'm, I'm, I don't tell you who sent what. So your privacy is safe where you search for your news is safe. Uh, Rachel Tanya, Thomas, Julie, Danielle, Laureen, Debbie, Amy, Carrie, Julie. Oh, another Julie, Allie, and Andrea. Thank Wait, you guys six. all. Yeah. 
It's I have to filter through because Glenn will only let me do how many stories, Glenn? For a week. For a week. So, so but fortunately, some of you uh, send me the we same one. We could ones. do an entire podcast on this. So I know it's true. I'm sure there are podcasts about it. I'm but sure. You know what? They're stealing from me. <laughs> um, all right. First story. I can't figure out where this is. Oh, it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. And this is, uh, this is kind of, no, I'm sorry. The, the name of the animal is Charlotte and it's in Hendersonville, North Carolina. There's an aquarium that has a stingray in it. That's pregnant. So what? That's not super weird. They, they notice her belly getting, uh, I mean, they're, they apparently look at the belly of a stingray and noticed it was looking they swollen. Like people have a little belly well, sticking out the bottom. They thought maybe she had a tumor because she's the only stingray in there. And so they were like, she must have a tumor. And so they um, ultrasounded her. They they ultrasounded a stingray to see if... Um, if it was a tumor and it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a tumor, Glenn, it's pregnant. <laughs> the, this stingray is pregnant and she's the only stingray in the container. However, um, oh, she they're is not in sure there. how she got pregnant. Oh, she's in with two sharks, Glenn. Oh, two sharks. Are breeding now? <laughs> I'm like, this is going to take over the world and murder us all. <laughs> a shark stingray. We're all going to die. Um, but they do say that, you know, potentially, uh, some sort of like thing happened where the embryo split and she has a pregnant of herself. I, I don't know. There's a lot of science involved, but pretty much they think they can't, it's, she's due in like two weeks. So I will have an update for you on whether they on were what the creepy baby looks like stingray <laughs> babies. Good Lord. It's terrifying. It was weird. So I thought I'd tell you about it. Well, that's definitely weird. That qualifies. That's <laughs> weird. Um, we're going to go to Williamsport. This whole episode is weird. <laughs> this whole episode is weird. Williamsport, Pennsylvania. There's a woman who has determined that her neighbor is an informant and is working with the FBI. Now, her name is Deborah Reed, and she called 911 on February 6th and complained that her neighbor stole her cat. <laughs> She's working with the FBI and they have come into my house and stolen my cat. She is on the phone with the police freaking out. She's saying uh, if she doesn't get arrested, she's going to be a dead. Like she's making like life threats on her neighbor who allegedly apparently works for the FBI and is an informant um, on her that like, informing on her. So the officers went to the house and they're like, you know, knock on the door. She answers the door and she's like, her, my neighbor is an informant and is here to steal my cat and she stole it and she wants to have me arrested and she's terrible. And the police are like, okay, ma'am. And they come on in and they're like, mew, mew. Cat <laughs> was locked in the closet. <laughs> uh, they did arrest her. Uh, because of aggravated assault, terroristic threats, false reports, disorderly conduct, and communications with nine one one. Was that in Florida? Uh, no, no. This was oh. actually in Pennsylvania. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Good news is the cat is safe and sound. <laughs> yeah, I hope they found. I hope they gave it to the neighbor. Actually, yeah, <laughs> so get it, get he's get a better it. chance. Cat's like, why am I stuck in this closet? <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds fast. <laughs> um. 
now this just gets weird. So I, I, when when I was coming back from Mexico, uh, they they the last time they have you know there's I mean they do it at regular airports too. They have the drug sniffing dogs and the dogs just you know you just walk through and the dog walks through kind of smelling after you. Um, well, this is the Customs and Border Protection, and uh, there was um, a passenger returning from a visit to the Democratic Republic of Congo. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, the person walks through and the dog walks back and forth and starts alerting everybody that there is something going on in this person's suitcase. And the traveler is like, oh, no, it's just dried fish. I have dried fish in my luggage. It's just dried fish. Everything. Don't worry about it. It's just dried fish. They're in Boston right now. Dried fish. Okay, well, we're going to have to open up your bag and the dog is freaking out and you know if it's dried fish you probably can't even really bring that either so uh they <laughs> that's worse than the drugs <laughs> no no this one's worse no. <laughs> uh because they're like you're not allowed to bring meat into the united states so what happens when they open up the suitcase they found the dehydrated bodies fully intact of four monkeys <laughs> Ooh. Four dead dehydrated monkeys. And he was like, I was going to eat those. I was going to eat she those. Was, uh, he was going to eat them? That's what they said. That's what they said. Now, here's the thing. No charges were filed. All the luggage was seized. And nine pounds of dead, dried monkeys, bush meat, they call it, was marked Ugh. for destruction. So, you know what? If something's called bush meat, don't eat it. Just don't eat it. There was, they have a picture. There's like skeletons. Oh, this is a weird I was going to eat it. I was gonna, it's why it's weird news, Glenn. <laughs> well, that's weird. I actually wish I could have played that story you telling it and fast forward myself, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, don't worry, Glenn. We'll keep you uh, entertained with this one because where are we going to go this time, Glenn? Where? Florida. Yeah, we're going to go to Florida. Do you know where Volusia County oh, is? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, where Volusia is County that, is. Down along it, the coast. Yeah, okay. Down where all the stuff happens. You know. Well, see, what happened was uh, the police were called because there was this guy who was, like, driving his truck on the beach. Uh, but he didn't. The beach is closed. It's early in the morning. Early in the morning. And you're doing erratic things. You're probably on drugs. Uh, by the way, there is a body cam footage of this event happening. This makes uh, sense because Volusia County's Daytona Beach. Oh, it's a party in Daytona <laughs> yeah. all the time, you know. Um, yeah, so there's a guy who, you know, to drive onto the beach, they're like those arm things that go down. Well, he just decided to go around it and just took his truck onto the beach. And in the video, the truck can be seen can be seen driving up and down the beach in the water with the waves slamming the sides of the vehicle, sloshing over the roof. He drives down. He like does one turns back around, you know, drives all the way up again. And uh, the police are like, Hey, can't do that. Get over here. He accessed the area without paying the proper tolls. Um, and it also said, do not enter. So the police had uh, probably high tide him. is what I would guess. Um, well, in the body cam footage, <laughs> he's he's exactly who you would think would be driving his truck on <laughs> the beach in Daytona. <laughs> just picture that guy. And he's like, they're like, what were you doing? What were you doing? 
And he's like, it's not my fault that truck don't surf. Uh, one of the deputies (laughs) turns to the guy with the body camera and says fantastic that'll make the facebook page today and yes it has it made national news because cops live for this stuff that's just what they live for they do it's fantastic um by the way he was did they arrest him for illegal surfing no, uh, no. They, they, he didn't pay the access fee. He went around and also mm, turns out he had uh, drugs. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they got him for that, too. Drugs are bad, kids. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. <laughs> They're also bad for your truck, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they're just looking. The police are looking at the truck like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, what a man. My tr- truck don't surf. Ain't my fault. <laughs> As a best line of the day. <laughs> and a Florida man had it. Big surprise. Oh, yeah. by the way, there's a bunch of weird news podcasts. Do you want to hear some of the names? Uh, yeah. The Bizarre Files, Weekly Weird News, Weird AF News, which is my favorite title so far, uh, The Week in Weird News, What a Weird Week, and Odd and Offbeat News. There's well, I promise you... I don't listen to I wonder how long because I've been doing weird news for what four years. So maybe they uh, got their idea for me. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I don't know. It's it. just there's so much weird news out there. It makes sense. You could do six I'm podcasts. I'm sure there's it. ones dedicated to just Florida weird news. I'm sure. <laughs> that would keep them busy for a daily show. Well, I'm going to start sourcing some stories from these podcasts. So send me the list. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to send in your weird news for next week, where do they do it? Jamie at Horse Radio Network with the weird news in the subject line. And again, those of you who send me really dirty stories, you clearly understand I can't read them on the podcast, but also clearly understand that I love reading them. <laughs> and it's spelled J-A-M-I-E. Yes. So we have a, a J- Jamie kind of spelled the other way. So it's J-A-M-I-E. And get them in today so that yours could be read next week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We're sorry it was so weird. It was really a weird day. Uh, but hang on to auditors because there's more weirdness to come. And we're let's gonna... hear this sped up closing yeah, let's music. Hear this. Tomorrow on the show, we have the Equine Affair episode. And then we'll be back on Friday. Get your ads into Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com for really bad ads. Spade Neuter Guild. <laughs> See how I did that really fast? I like it better fast, actually. like we're on speed ready to get out of the show. <laughs> 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 All right, let's, let's try the post-show bumper. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. <laughs> he sounds like he has a lisp when we uh, <laughs> speed it up. How do you people listen to sped up shows? Oh, I don't get it. God, I could never do it. Dressing me out. <laughs> Speaking of stressing you out, <laughs> that's what the topic of this show is uh, in, yeah. the, in the post-show segment. Well, I, 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 I sort of gifted my husband something uh, for Valentine's Day uh, because um, I, I, I've been spending a lot of time with my mom in the hospital. And it's just as bad as you can imagine. Paranoia, schizophrenic, violent, every, all the things that my mom never was up until this event happened. And it's really, really tough. Like she's tethered to the bed. And I, and I, so I've been spending about a month, six weeks in hospitals and senior homes, you know, like nursing homes and stuff. And I've come to a conclusion, Glenn, What's that? we are all marching our, our way towards death. 
We are marching. <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> towards death. And I've come, I've, I, I have an epiphany on, on the way that I'm going to live my life, Glenn. Okay. As long as I have the money saved up for my husband and I to take care of ourselves in our senior years, spend it all. Like, do whatever the hell you want because we are marching towards death and you should just live the life that you want to live because there's no guarantees. You've been going through a lot of crap with your friends too. And it's just like on your health and everything. And I'm like, you know what? Live it. So my husband, as of yesterday, is now a member of a country club for golf. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the one to do that anyway. So you come home after a night of drinking and declare this, and he goes, yes. "Ooh, I'm taking advantage of this situation." Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I came home on on Thursday night, and uh, Friday was really stressful as well. And so Saturday night, I went out with my friend Larissa, and we went drinking. I know um, Larissa, and you two together yeah. scare the hell out of me. Yeah, and do yeah. you know what? You can't match drinks with her, and I matched them, and I paid the price. Uh, <laughs> well, but she's my about husband, twice the size of you. That doesn't help. <laughs> she so I I I had my husband Chad would dro- drop me off and pick me up. So I mean green light. Come on. I mean let's go. <laughs> so it was on and um I had some good times and then I came home and I told my husband do whatever the hell you want because we're just marching Ooh. towards death. You know and, what that uh, means the airplane is right after the country Oh uh, no. No, because that is a direct line. <laughs> that to is death. a direct path to death. Yeah, <laughs> that's a direct path. So, um, I, 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 I had this whole speech on Saturday night of like we're just marching our way towards death, and like you might live the life we want to live. And I was like, you know what? If you can afford it, join the fucking golf club. I don't care. Do it. Just do it. And he did and, it the next um, morning before you changed your Monday, mind or sobered up, right? <laughs> Monday morning, he's like, "All right, I'll be back in about a couple hours." And I was like, "Where are you going?" He's like. I'm going to go play golf and join the club. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, don't you remember the did discussion? Did he record you in your drunken state? <laughs> he did not record it, but I, I, I have flashes of it. But like, for real, I didn't, I didn't know exactly. But you know what? Do it. If you can afford it, do it. It's like with horses, like, you know, like when you're people always say, I had to ask my spouse permission. No, no, no. You know if you can afford something or not. And if he can afford that, and he ended up joining OU, and he's a he used to, you know, he went to school there, so he gets this great rate and everything. So it's not like it's a million dollars and and all that. But yeah, so he joined the golf club. So I did not really think that went all the way through, but it's cool. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. I'm gonna. I, I bought a pony. Because I was like, I'm just marching towards death. I might as well. I've always wanted a little uh, Western pony. So I'm going to go get one. So I did. See, after my near-death experience and uh, everything going on, yeah, I... I did. I did exactly what you said. I sold the company, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been traveling all the time. Been yeah. Getting the traveling out of our system the last couple of years. That is exactly why I did all that. Because you know what? You just realize it. there. I think all of us get hit at some point with that right in the face. Yeah. And uh, spending six weeks in a nursing home situation or an ER or all that with an aging parent, you it's a wake well, up call, I mean, there's man. aging parent. Then is what your mom's going through, which is just, you know, that's that's well, well above and beyond what anybody should go through. It's it's the it's the highest form of because, human suffering, yeah, I think, because it's I mean, because, it's you know, it's just she has no idea what she's doing either. But that doesn't change the situation. 
Uh, no, I mean, my mom never swore in her entire life. And I did talk to a nurse about this. And she said that the sweetest old ladies turn into monsters and the monster of women turn into the sweetest old ladies. Like she's like something happens well, their in their brain. Comes out. <laughs> yeah, their alter ego comes out. My mom is like yelling F-bombs at me and telling me I'm not her daughter. I mean, just all these horrible things. And then five minutes later, she doesn't remember when she's calmed down, you know, and it's like... I mean, it is Where as torturous. Where did you torturous. get your swearing from then? Was that your dad? No, he doesn't swear either. Oh, you just... I have two brothers. Oh, there you go. I'm a I professional one. <laughs> I did. But I don't swear around my kid. I mean, it's, it's just... It, and I don't swear on the radio typically either. I, it was really hard for me when you said on the post show, people think it's funny when we swear. Um, because I spent my entire life trying not to cuss into a microphone. <laughs> you would have got, and in your real job, you would have got fined for that, baby. <laughs> oh, fired and fined. Yeah. Um, but also, like, even when I do it here, like just a minute ago, I had to go, okay, okay, push. Okay, we're good. Like, I still have to clear it in my brain. I'm the one that ends up swearing on the regular show. I mean, shit, but that's yeah. the one I say the most. I, I don't think I've ever said anything but shit, but. Uh, I think you dropped the F-bomb one time. One time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't like, think we caught it either. I think it went, it actually went, out. that was years ago. God, that was when we were live, I think. I think, but, well, then you've said you it know twice. Me, I don't I know swear a lot outside the show either. You, you swear more outside the show than I do. I think that it's just a product of my emotions. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? If you want to cuss, Glenn, fuck it. We're just all marching our way towards death. Okay. Welcome. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh-huh. And this is why, this is why my husband has joined a golf club so he can be away from me more often. <laughs> well, look at it this way. It probably for him would be cheaper in the long run to actually belong to the golf club and pay less in fees every time he plays golf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> Plus, he's a don't, pilot. Don't I help. think it's required. Doctors and pilots have to be joined to a golf club. Don't help him. Does this mean he, he's going to want to go to all the parties and bring you along and have to you have to dress so up? So it's not that kind of golf club. Uh, that was the that last one he was at was like a country club, and there was the parties, and they charged you a certain amount of food, no matter what. This yeah, is whether you only, ate there or not. Yeah, whether you ate there or not. And so this is OU the uh, OU's golf club where the, the college people play they have tournaments here it is only golf i am not required to dress up and go to a easter brunch no. or like do you don't any have to drive like the, beer, the beer cart uh, you don't have to do that in a bikini either i don't have to do anything no, okay. and he can take lucas with him sometimes so bye-bye uh yeah like <laughs> that he's sounds gonna, like a good deal gonna, actually i think you got the better of that one I'm going to encourage him to play. And he's going to be like, it's Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I don't give a shit that it's Valentine's <laughs> Day. Go play because Farm Boy's coming over at 1130. I have an appointment. <laughs> okay, that didn't sound right, actually. <laughs> okay, yeah, that didn't sound right at all. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> You're the one who started saying I could shop for Farm Boy's on that app. <laughs> no, I did think that was a funny line today myself. I thought that was pretty good. And the other line, then the weird news, was definitely the funny line of the day. That, that caught it's me off guard, actually. <laughs> my truck couldn't surf. <laughs> did he really say that or did you make that up? It's you can see the video, Glenn. <laughs> it's on there. It is true though. I mean, what are we waiting for? You know, and I, I've had a couple, you know, very close deaths here in the last two weeks, or you know, one very close death and another one about to. And, you know, fortunately I got to say goodbye to him, but it just makes you realize, you know, Tara was in her young fifties and died of brain cancer. You know, and uh, Lee's younger than I am and dying of cancer. So it's like, okay, yeah. Well, you know, I I had this discussion with um, a friend who 
I, I, I just, I, it's kind of like an epiphany thing and I'm just going with it. Like, Hey, if you can do it, do it, you know, be responsible, but if you can do it, do it because you know, time's going to pass. And like, it's like when you have a goal and you're like, that's going to take way too long. Time's going to pass anyway. So you might as well get started. Uh, so I told this to a friend and she is like, I've always wanted to be a USDA, like have been in, uh, something to do with cattle and managing ranches. So she's getting a USDA certification. So cool. she's like, you know what? Because you said that I realize it's what I want to do and I'm just going to do it. I was like, you go girl, like do it. It's your life. Live it. You know, we've had a couple of posts in the auditor room of people trying to decide about making life decisions and you know, it, it, it's not going to be easier if you wait 10 years. No, you know, uh, and yeah, I mean, we, how many times, I mean, you and I both have been through a few jobs in our life and every time we, you know, I, I, we'd get laid off or we'd change jobs. You always think it's the end of the world. And then the next one ends up being better. I, I am a firm believer, whether you believe in, uh, you know, religion or whatever, I'm still a firm believer that what's supposed to happen happens and it all leads to something else. You know, everything we do in life leads to that next thing, and the next thing is what was supposed to happen. So, you know, everything that I did in my life led to starting Horse Radio Network. You yeah, know, improv it's crazy. theater, you know, the beginning of the horse world, being in the tack, all of that led to this. Uh, so there you go. I mean, I, you know, I do believe that. I was telling Farm Boy about this. I'm like, there's like certain decisions in your life that it's like a fork in the road, and you, you, you make your decision. Uh, and that fork in the road. And that is your trajectory that, you know, for then I, I mean, okay. So example of, I had done a John Lyons certification and apprenticeship when I lived in Ohio, I moved there for that. And then also in Ohio, because I had some, uh, you know, obviously training animals, I got, I applied for a job at SeaWorld. There's a training center in Ohio and Cleveland for SeaWorld. And I got the job. But I also, while I was waiting on that, I got a job training horses and I was like, okay, horses or dolphins, like, what am I going to do here? And so, but I was like, you know, what? I've spent all this time learning to train horses. I'm going to stick with that. And here I wouldn't be here today had I chosen dolphin training at SeaWorld. You know what I mean? Like, so you just never know what's going to, what's going to happen. And it's all, well, it, it's look all, at all heading that, that direction. Look at all that stuff that John Lyons did for horses over the years, and now he runs a large marijuana operation. So <laughs> the Colorado Hemp Institute. <laughs> clearly, I wasn't satisfied with my education, considering I went and found Monty Roberts. So. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, apparently, old John's very happy right now. So <laughs> yeah, right. I know it's so crazy. Talk about taking advantage of an opportunity. I have this large farm in Colorado. Horses are a lot of work. Let's just grow pot. Let's grow pot in my indoor arena. <laughs> yeah, and awesome. we can make a fortune. And yes, he's living a happy retirement right now. Yeah, so bless there you his go. Heart. <laughs> he t he chose the opportunity and did what he wanted to do. Although, to be honest, you know John Lyons, and I know him a little bit too. He'd be the last one I was expected to do that. He really was. Yeah, no, he's already low key enough. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> Okay, anybody who knows John Lyons knows that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm 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 tired. I gotta go. <laughs> Let's hear how the closer sounds. Oh god. Oh, that girl. Let's hear how that girl sounds. Hold on. I don't wanna be that girl. That girl, that girl, that girl. Kind of like that version better. It sounded uh, like Tim McGraw at the end there. Is that who that is? I don't know. I don't who that think is, so. Actually, I, I have no idea where I stole that from. <laughs> 
<laughs> so long. What else can we play? Uh, let me see what else I got. Um, Nobody's still listening to this, so I, we can I, do whatever I, we want. Uh, um, let's see. What else do I have? Friday. Friday. Oh, 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 bad ads. Pay it. I say pay attention. <laughs> if you ain't met one by now, Alcorn you're bound horn. to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a lazy. Wait a minute. Here's Lorene's last bad ad. You want to hear Lorene? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is an ad. It's a Craigslist ad. Horse mare, $2,500. And there's pictures of... A- I think her accent gets enhanced fast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Lorene. Congratulations. You made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now, go ride your horse.